Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency in Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I am struggling to record this intro because I had the honor of interviewing the person that was actually my top podcast on my Spotify wrap this year, and I actually found her a year ago when I was in the middle of a heartbreak situation myself, so I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode. All right, so I'm so excited to have Amber on the show today. If you haven't heard of Amber's podcast, which I'm sure you have, she's the host of the Women's Dating and Confidence podcast. And I actually stumbled upon her podcast just about a year ago, and it was like a blessing in disguise. Amber's episodes really reflect a lot on really helping women utilize their confidence skills and really help them build up these confidence skills to help them in dating. And I think that it's just a podcast that so many people can find so much just they can really resonate with it so well and so I'm re- I was so excited to have you on the show today and so why don't you just take a chance to um, introduce yourself and talk about your podcast a bit yeah thank you so much for having me on today it's so exciting to chat with you again like you said we met quite a while ago on one of the little free 15 minute calls that I do so it's always great to talk with the listeners and so I have the women's dating and confidence podcast and I'm a dating coach for women and I help them navigate how to go from dating to exclusive. So I often compare it to kind of getting the plane off the ground. I help you get the plane off the ground. And then once the seatbelt sign is off, I let you go. (laughs) So those beginning phases can be a little bit turbulent or there's a lot of tricky situations to navigate and also making sure that you're taking off with the right person and doing all of that with as little dating anxiety as possible. That's my area of expertise for women. (laughs) Yeah. And so as I was kind of reflecting, I really wanted to, you know, I'm, I'm so lucky to have Amber on the show today because I think she's really played a part in kind of my journey of really going from a place of a lack of confidence and kind of always going for, like you say on your show, the 40% guy and the people that just don't actually really value you. And I think it's just so hard when you're coming from that sort of a place and trying to kind of almost find it in yourself to put yourself on that pedestal that you typically would put the guy on. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just been like a whirlwind of a journey because when I first had like kind of found your podcast, I was in such a not great kind Kind of toxic situation with the guy and it was just a very you know he wasn't sure what he wanted and I was just I remember a specific episode that I was listening to yours just about doing damage control when you're over invested and I felt like I was I just felt like so many of these topics of your episodes I was like this is so spot on of what I'm going through right now and it was just crazy to me that like there was someone out there that was making episodes like this that were like so spot on about like things like damage control and data anxiety and getting ghosted, I think is something that a lot of people can relate to. So I think it was just like such a great time to find your podcast. And it just really helped me not only in that situation, but really also after and picking up the pieces and kind of gaining the confidence back that you kind of lose in those relationships. Yeah, I talk a lot about basically the approach to dating being something that isn't like a game playing mindset. So one metaphor that I'm constantly using on the podcast, I know you know what's coming, (laughs) is the plant metaphor. So essentially, when we start dating somebody, we plant this little seed with that person. And we can't control what the seed turns into. 
We don't know what we planted with that person, but we can control how much water we give it versus how much air and space, the fertilizer, the soil, and some of those conditions around the plant. But what's really important with that around our dating mindset is that it's a shared project with the other person. So it's not, dating isn't a game that you're playing against somebody. It's a project that you're doing with somebody. And anything that you're doing for or to the plant is both with and for the other person as well and vice versa. So a lot of dating is also making sure that our co-gardener is like a real teammate in that process as well. And that we're a good teammate in that process and not playing games, pushing people away, that we're not overwatering the plant when the little plant can't handle all of that water yet. So just that more loving approach to it overall. Yeah, I, I love that metaphor so much. And I feel like I've told everyone I know about it. I like specifically remember when I was kind of first listening to your podcast, I would listen to it on my lunch breaks. And it was like whenever I was walking to go and get food. And I remember this one time I came back and I was telling this guy that was like an analyst on my team. And I was like, look, you need, like, I know you told me about this girl that you're seeing, but you need to stop trying to water it too much. And I started to go off about like this plant metaphor and he was so confused, but then kind of when you kind of put it into perspective with dating, I just feel like it makes so much sense. And like, it totally blew my mind the first time that I heard it. I just, I also wanted to kind of just ask about how you got into the podcast and like what really brought you to want to help women in their dating and confidence. Yeah. So, well, I guess I could start from when I was actually 16 years old and I read my first book about dating, which was Get the Guy by Matthew Hussey. I love Matthew Hussey. And that was my first kind of introduction to the idea that, oh, there are things I can do to support the plants that I'm planting with people. So that was my start and it just snowballed from there and it just became like a very intense interest and eventually a passion. And so I started working for somebody else, coaching through someone else's business. And I always knew that I wanted to start my own business eventually. And the person that I was working with was super supportive of that as well. And I personally love podcasts, like podcasts have changed my life as well. I'm I'm like you, like every lunch break listening to podcasts. So I started having all of these ideas of things that were specific to women and kind of this non-game playing approach and things that I'd learned over the years. But it took me three or four months to get the courage to publish the first episode. Mm. I had all of these ideas and I started like buying the microphone and like researching how to do it. But I was so, so nervous to put my work in the world. And I was so scared of like a negative review or being judged or saying something stupid or saying something like teaching something. And then later I learn more and disagree with it. So it was, (laughs) it took a lot of courage to put it out there. And then even once I put it out there, I didn't share it with people until like, I was like, 20 episodes in. Wow. So I just like put it out there to like get myself to do it. And then I didn't tell my friends or anybody in my community until I had already got the ball rolling a little bit. Mm, 
Wow, that's so awesome. I kind of, I can totally relate to that just like fear of not really being sure of how people are going to react and obviously wanting to see success in the podcast. But I think in the end, like it took me a little bit to kind of like build the courage up to do it and really publish it. And it's weird to hear your voice out there for the first time. Mm -hmm. But I think it's the way that I see it and the way that I really see it now, having like had different experiences with different guests, I think it's like, you really truly don't know who you're making an impact on. And like, I'm sure that you didn't know that you were making an impact on me so much last year. And I think, I think heartbreak can be such a negative time for so many women and we go through it so much. And I think what I really have learned from your podcast that I kind of learned how to change my habits of how I've like typically in the past, you really try and like, you know, push down the feelings and you don't want to address them and you don't want to try and fix how you may have like acted in that relationship or really do any like self-development or self-improvement. I think I always either like blame the other person or I just like might blame myself too much, but I never, I feel like I really learned how to like face my feelings and kind of realize like, oh, like that's why that happened. And it's not this thing that I keep blaming myself for. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like your podcast has just like impacted, I think so many women, I think just from like all the different guests that I hear on your show. And what's that experience like to kind of have that direct impact on women? And I know that you work like one-on-one with women as well. Yeah, actually, like as you asked that initial question of reflecting back to when I started, it's something I don't think about a lot anymore because that was like a few years ago now and I forgot like how scared I was. So it actually just made me emotional to think about that version of me years ago that was like so scared to take that step and like yeah I'm like getting emotional talking about it because like so many amazing things have come from being willing to do that so thinking about being able to live a life where I get to talk about dating all day long (laughs) with all like with so many women so right now I'm like running groups I have like group programs and one-on-one coaching programs and doing the podcasts and through the email and people who message me on Instagram and then like just yesterday somebody left a review on the podcast that was super long and thoughtful and if I had let the fear of a negative review stop me I would have never seen that review So it's just really extraordinary to be willing to overcome your fears, to believe in something that could be extraordinary. And so often what we like most want and what we're most afraid of is like in the same arena. Yeah. So I've also had like, I had a negative review once too, like a year ago and I like cried in bed. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like, it's just like all positive all the time, but like, it's definitely been way more positive than negative, thankfully. And that it's so worth it to do it for the people who are impacted by it and who resonate with the specific message that I share. I wanted to take a moment to quickly thank the sponsor of today's podcast episode. Thousandfell is a full circle footwear that creates recyclable sneakers designed to never go to landfill. They're excited to promote their best sneakers for a better tomorrow. Thousandfell is a full circle footwear brand that's grounded in thoughtful design that starts with seriously sustainable super ingredients. Their sneakers are not only zero waste, but they are also stain proof, odor free, water resistant, and offer long lasting durability and yoga mat levels of comfort. At this time, they're focusing on holiday gifting as well as the launch of their latest black shoe collection. So make sure to head to the show notes of this episode to check them out. 
I think it's so cool that you kind of take it beyond the podcast and you really work one-on-one with women and you take the time to kind of listen to what they're going through and their different stories. And I think some of the different like stories that you've shared and had like, you know, those women on your show and kind of hearing that there are women out there that are kind of going through similar things that I've gone through or like if I'm currently going through that, I think it just helps it helps me really connect with it so much more to know that almost like you're not alone in that sort of sense. And I'm sure that like you also kind of give women that sense of you're not alone. Let's look at this. And I like how you kind of say from a bird's eye view. And I think that that's something that's so great about kind of what your experience brings is that you can look at these situations from a bird's eye view versus a lot of, I think us as women are really, we get really fixated on certain parts of it, or we only see it from this one perspective. And so I think a lot of your episodes really help you see it from different angles and you there are things that I would have never learned or thought of had I not listened to your podcast but yeah I think it's it's so cool that you get to coach and do that (laughs) yeah actually oh my gosh I can't believe I didn't say this before again it was like years ago now but I forgot to mention when I initially thought about doing the podcast the original title of the podcast was going to be called dating insecurities (laughs) um, I made a list of like the most raw insecurities that I have faced in dating and like rejections and pain points and difficulties and challenges because I felt like I wanted to create a podcast that was like talking about those things in the most vulnerable and real way. But then I shared that title with somebody and they told me it was like too depressing. I, I still kept the idea of the podcast of being super honest about like the extraordinary amount of anxiety that we can feel or the insecurities that come up or how painful rejection or heartbreak can be. But I wanted to frame it in like, here's how you can feel more confident throughout all of those things. Yeah. And I was going to ask too, I know that this may be a little personal for you, but how has, how have you seen yourself change, I guess, like in the dating sense and kind of like, if you looked at yourself when you'd first started the podcast was that a much more vulnerable and anxious person? Like I feel like so many women that come to listen to your podcast feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think definitely the podcast is super clarifying for me too, because sometimes I have like an idea, but to actually put it into a podcast requires me to like distill it down to the main concept. And I have definitely like re-listened to my podcast (laughs) For myself, like when I experienced dating anxiety, I would listen to an episode. I'm like, oh, like this is really helpful. I forgot these thoughts. So definitely like the work never ends. Also personally, like whether you're dating or in a relationship. And I do think that it brought a lot more clarity to some of these things. And like a lot of the things on there are from clients that I work with and concepts that come up from that work together. But I would say a lot of them are also things that came from my personal experience and things that I was learning along the way and like how I supported myself through it and then explaining it to other people so that they can use those same tools. That's so cool. Cause I was, I was going to say from how you kind of come off in the podcast, it seems like you are so full of knowledge and like, you really know all of the ins and outs, but it's, I'm sure that it's kind of a learning process for you too. And I think that that's the really cool part is that I, like, I kind of do the same too. Like if I'm needing to go back and I remember an episode that you've done before that was talking about like ghosting or just dating anxiety. I always love to like scroll back to like the very beginning of your podcast episodes and just re-listen to a lot of those. And I feel like it definitely refreshes the memory of those different episodes 
episodes, but I just wanted to kind of like shift into like more so of the podcast and kind of, I'm sure that there's going to be listeners that may be thinking about podcasting or have, do have a podcast and are super early into it. Like I am, what sorts of advice would you have? Like I've had random people kind of ask me about podcasting and I say, yeah, just go for it. And it's really easy to say once you're doing it. But I think everyone kind of also experiences that initial fear of, I don't know if people are going to like me, if they're going to think my voice sounds weird. And what would, what kind of advice do you have? Yeah. So I think that's really normal. I hated listening to my own voice initially because it sounds different in a recording than in your mind. Um, But one thing to just know, like about that specifically is that the more you listen to it, the more it sounds the same. So my voice in a recording sounds exactly the same to me as it does in my head now. So that's just like a hurdle to overcome and is really common for people. I think one thing that helped me was being a little bit more private in the beginning and not immediately sharing your vulnerable work to be like picked apart by people. Another thing that I did early on was like thinking about who the podcast is for and what their most intimate pain points are, challenges are, questions are. I mean, it depends on the kind of podcast that you're creating, but I do like a advice podcast. So thinking about what their challenges are and realizing that like in an episode, you just offer like one helpful thing. And that often is enough. And especially over many, many episodes that adds up. So it's not like you have to resolve somebody's entire problem in a podcast episode. It's just like, what's one thing that could be helpful to this person? And really taking time to be creative with your ideas. So not just thinking of like, not copying somebody else's work of like, here's what somebody else told me is the solution to this, but like really reflecting on the question that your person that you're trying to help has and thinking about your unique perspective that you want to offer on that. And and what will be most helpful is if it's empathetic and coming from your experience as well. So like, here's something that really helped me or here's something that I've seen or learned that I want to share with you. Those tend to be the most authentic things that we can share with people. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's really cool to hear back and hear feedback of like episodes that I've done where like I share advice or I share something really personal and how I overcame it. And then to hear people not only like either they relate to it or they're like, oh my gosh, like that really helped me or that's really good. I think that that's that's the part where that makes it all worth it is seeing the impact that it has on people and that it's not it's not just kind of like your voice floating around out there but it's actually kind of intentional and I think for me too it's just like a really awesome way to kind of voice my thoughts and just I don't know things that I'm thinking in the current moment or like that current the current time that I'm in and so I think podcasting has been really cool and you were honestly the reason that I started my podcast and so it was just a really surreal moment to have you on the show today. But do you have what's coming next for your podcast and what are your future plans? Right now, I'm like super excited about the clients that I'm interviewing the podcast. And I repeatedly hear that that's the most helpful thing on the podcast. So of course, like my solo sessions can be helpful, but like hearing somebody who has a complete transformation come on the podcast, like a real person is really inspiring to people. So I really like those episodes because like anybody that I've coached from dating to exclusive or just coached in general and dating who had a really positive experience with that, like their process was always messy. Mm. It's never like 
like, oh, like this perfect thing unfolded and then this perfect thing, it's usually like hard earned lessons. Having somebody share that on the podcast, I think is really amazing. So that's what I'm most excited for with the podcast right now. And there's no end in sight. (laughs) (laughs) And I think one more thing I just want to share with the advice was something that I saw you commented on on Instagram that I posted, which was the graph of how the podcast grew. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) because like as you could see from that graph the first year it was just flat like I got to a certain number which was like a very low number and then kept putting out podcasts every single week with like no increase in that number whatsoever and then it like started to grow and it was like an exponential growth so not to be confused if you put out your first few episodes and don't immediately have a million followers (laughs) keep going and keep like putting out there what you think is important Yeah, I think that was, I remember seeing that on your story and seeing that post. And I think it was just really cool because I think I was seeing, I was watching someone that I follow on Instagram. She does like Instagram reels and she was talking about comparison, but specifically amongst podcasters and how it's really easy to compare yourself to where you are in your different journeys. And I know that I'm really guilty of that as well. But I think when you shared that, it was like so helpful and it was just really great for you to be vulnerable and like open with that. And I think it was really helpful in the sense that like when I reshared it, a ton of people were like, oh, that like makes me feel so much better. And (laughs) I feel like I can keep going and just keep pushing because it, in the end, it's not for me personally, it's just, it's not about the numbers. And I think it's just more about the types of people that I'm connecting with because of the podcast and how I get to use this platform to really help people and really just like share my own growth and hope that I can help and have an impact in someone else's. Yeah, I mean, when I first started the podcast, and I had those first few listeners, and I specifically remember like getting my first listener question, like somebody emailed me and I was like, Oh my gosh, like a real person out there is listening to this. So I think also for people to know that, like, if you're somebody listening to Liz's podcast, like reach out to her and let her know that you appreciate her. Um, (laughs) And even for me, like I still check reviews on my podcast and they mean a lot to me even at this stage. So like people reaching out and connecting means a lot to the people who are putting their work out there. Yeah, I definitely agree. Well, I just wanted to say thank you again so much for being on my podcast and taking the time to share your story. And it was just, again, such a surreal thing to be able to really a year later be able to connect with you face to face, even if it's virtual. So I think it's just been a really amazing opportunity for me. So I just wanted to thank you again and just give you the opportunity to really share more about your podcast and how people can get connected to you. I know that I'll be putting a lot of your different links and like your podcast Instagram and the show notes. But yeah, I just wanted to give you a chance to kind of showcase anything that you might have coming up or just any opportunities available. Yeah. So I think the best way to connect would be through checking out the podcast, of course. Also feel free to connect with me on Instagram, which is just my first and last name, Amber Grubenman. And then if you're resonating with what I'm sharing at some point down the line, we could talk more about working together and creating your own dating transformation. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This is really fun. 
All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. And again, a big, massive thank you to Amber, quite literally my podcast idol, so still fangirling. I will have all of her information in the show notes as well as links in terms of how you can get in touch with her if you're interested in her coaching. Otherwise, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to message me on the podcast Instagram. It's just at Resiliency and Running, or I am personally at Liz Newcomer on Instagram and Twitter, but I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye.